Hi, and welcome to Katie B. Jones. I am your host, Katie. Today we've got a full docket, if you will. I might have been spending too much time reading uh, SCOTUS cases and sitting in courtrooms in California. A lot has happened these last two days. For starters, the Supreme Court is at it again. They have just released a slew of decisions, but the one everyone is talking about today is Students for Fair Admissions, Inc. v. President and Fellows of Harvard College. This decision basically says that race can be considered in terms of lived experience in an application process in college admissions, but that it may not be considered on its own for admissions. How does this impact? This reduces college admissions abilities to make sure that their student bodies are diverse, but comes down to what is referred to as strict scrutiny. Strict scrutiny is in reference to another Supreme Court case, Adirond Constructors uh, Inc. v. Pena, in that case, it was determined that race can be a determining factor in classification situations if two things exist. And those are whether it is in the government's best interest to use racial classification and whether that racial classification is necessary to achieve the government's best interest. It should be noted here that service academies, which produce military officers, are not impacted by this most recent ruling. So... As long as they're willing to die, minorities can count on service academies being permitted to, let's see what the Supreme Court called today, ah, violate the 14th Amendment, you know, for America. Um, also under fire from the Supreme Court are protections for victims of harassment. In another ruling today, the Supreme Court ruled basically that harassment, provided it does not explicitly mention physical threats, is protected by the First Amendment. It's a ridiculous ruling. I have no words, except to say that this invites incels and assholes to speed up their es escalation right before they kill people. It's an obnoxious ruling, but it does draw attention to the fact that we need explicit federal laws on the books that do a better job of protecting victims of harassment and violence. Uh, speaking of violence, booze broke Catholicism again in Kansas. An archbishop out of Kansas City has informed a bunch of his churches that they were using the wrong wine in their religious ceremonies. And as such, all of those ceremonies were no longer ordained by the Catholic Church. This means a bunch of married folks are now living in sin. Uh, a bunch of blessed second graders are now heathens, as second graders are anyway. And a bunch of confessions were just dark admissions and closets. Actually, that last one doesn't have anything to do with communion, except that one is supposed to have gone to confession before they take the Holy Eucharist. But I've seen Fleabag. I know what happens in those confessionals. Please don't strike me down. Uh, and keep laughing, Baptists. You are well on your way to being just as vilified as the Catholic Church. And I can say that because I grew up Baptist. Speaking of other spacey shit, a wrinkle in time is fucking real. Kind of. Listen, I am not an astrophysicist obviously. So I cannot adequately explain this fucking ripple, ripple in time concept, but what I can do is try to break it down into simpler terms. What a recent slew of reports from astrophysicists around the world means for those of us who are not astrophysicists. And if there is an astrophysicist listening, I always invite experts to leave commentary that can better point listeners to more in-depth explanations of their specialty. All right. So what we have is that scientists are saying that time in space is not necessarily able to be measure, measured on a linear scale like we measure time. Rather, it is impacted by gravitational waves. If you haven't read the book A Wrinkle in Time, there's a scene where a scientist compares space and time being like a string, 
and then they drop down the middle of the string and connect the two unconnected pieces of that string. This isn't too far off from that fictional concept. Picture sound waves. When I say picture sound waves, your brain can form a picture of what it thinks they look like, but we can't actually see sound waves. Gravitational waves are exactly like that, but for gravity, not sound. And they don't just go up and down like sound waves. They're more like ocean waves, which kind of move every which way at different speeds um, in different directions, even with the surface moving in a different direction than the water beneath it. What causes these gravi gravitational waves is theory right now, but it is assumed to be two giant ass uh, black holes basically dancing and vibing hardcore into the universes. Seriously, they're described as dancing around each other. Speaking of giant assholes, Jordan Neely and Daniel Penny, I will let you decide which was the asshole. There isn't any argument that Neely was the aggressor in the May 1 altercation that left Neely dead. He had a long criminal history that consisted of assaulted uh, people on subways, which is where he was and what he was allegedly doing when Marine veteran Daniel Penny boarded the subway. Penny claims that he was defending other passengers when he placed uh, Neely in a chokehold, a move that ultimately killed Neely. Penny pled not guilty this week to manslaughter charges. Witnesses to the chokehold have called Penny a hero, and civil rights activists have called him a murderer. The courts will now make the distinction. Tomorrow, I promise we will dig more in on uh, Trump and the cases involving him, and there are many. For now, thanks for fucking listening, and don't forget to subscribe.